You're listening to an iGroom Hub podcast for dog groomers. iGroom Hub is an online learning platform for groomers of all levels. Sit back, relax, and enjoy what iGroom Hub Media has to offer. Welcome to another episode of iGroom Hub Media Podcast. We're on episode five now, and with me today, we've got the amazing Natalie Ryan. If you don't know her, if you're new to our industry, Nat is behind the program Shampoo. Hi, Nat. How are you going? Good. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming. We're so grateful to have you on. And I've just noticed that there's a few people asking about different shampoos and things like that. So this episode has come right at the nick of time. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I've been in the industry for, oh, for probably... 18 years now. Um, I started off, um, I had a salon and um, nobody came in and sold me shampoo. Um, And before that, I was in sales and prior to that, my other life, I was a hairdresser. So I always had a little bit of knowledge about, you know, hair and skin and things like that. But science of it always interested me. Um, So I lived. Now in Queensland, in the Sunshine Coast, prior to that, when I started the business, you know, I lived in Sydney and we had a par- I had a business partner and we started program back in 2009. Wow. it's a long time ago. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. It's, you, know, it's, you, you don't realize how fast it's gone. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes. You know, it is. How and why did program evolve? Um, program evolved because I had a, um, a salon and in that period of time, I had the salon from 2004 to 2009 and in that time, no one ever knocked on my door and offered me a bottle of shampoo. Um, nobody ever came in, no sales rep, nobody ever did. And I was in a prominent, um, you know, place in Sydney. I was in Sylvania Heights on the highway. Um, one of the local reps one of the big you know brands never ever knocked on my door and said you know wow. buy shampoo groomers then were actually always buying um you'd buy some bulk shampoo yeah from from the local cleaning company there was another little company making shampoo in sydney um at that time really there was only petway in the industry or you bought yourself overseas on pet edge so nobody came in and sold anything wow. and i used to work work with another groomer there who her and I used to talk about it when I sold the shop let's start our own business and it was always about we were going to open up a um a grooming wholesale business to be able to give groomers access to wholesale pricing because most of the time then we were all paying retail yeah so we thought we thought if we shopped around we could get the best prices and offer things and how we started was we were um actually importing bows and clothing and we wanted to sell shampoos and we went to a, a few companies and asked could we sell their shampoos and they all want, only want to give us minimal amount to do it. So we thought, righto, let's do our own. And yeah. that's how it all eventuated. We originally were, you know, selling all products and we started off um, actually driving around, knocking on doors with little bottles of pink shampoo that we'd give to groomers and say, Try it. If you like it, buy it. So pink was your first one? Pink was our very, very first shampoo. 
and we did it out of the back of my little car. <laughs> um, we we just did it, and that's how we started off. You know, we knew that we could offer something to the market that was a reasonable price, yep. reasonable quality, and it was it just snowballed from there. You know, groomers were welcome. You know, welcomed us into their door. Nobody had ever knocked on their door, let yeah. alone give them a sample. And I know in the first year, Kath and I never, ever, you know, re- took a dollar out of the business for the first three years. But the first year, we sold the box of the shampoo at cost price in order to get the business established. Yeah. So we, we had that much trust in the brand and the product. We thought, right, this is the only way we'll get it established. So that's how we did. We used to sell 20 litres of shampoo at $100. Yeah. Wow. What product yes. has what's changed since that day? Um, well, I think what's changed in the since that day was we, you know, Kath and I were you know separated in two thousand and fifteen, not on bad terms. Always, we're still very good friends. Just that you know, we wanted to. Um, we both had different ideas and tracking of the way the business was yep. to grow. And so we we all it was always a five year plan program was only established and we went in our partnership agreement was that we do it for five years evaluate what we wanted to do yeah and go from there and so when it came to that time you know we sat down we've always had a business business coach and we sat down with her and she Kath had decided then she didn't want to continue on. So from there, we changed over in the last couple of years. Most of you know that I'm in partnership with Heinegger. Yep. So that's how it is. So when Kath went out of the business, I decided, you know, I couldn't handle it all on my own. Yeah. I really couldn't handle packing orders or doing anything, you know, like running the day-to-day. Business you like the creative side it. of it better. Yeah. She did the business side of it, and I hate paperwork. And, you know, <laughs> Don't at, we all? <laughs> Account, so you know that's what would have bogged me down. So from then I changed it that we I didn't sell any other people's product, yep. but if it didn't have a program brand on it, I didn't. So I stopped bringing in apparel and all the other equipment that we were selling. Yeah, just not stopped, and I concentrated solely and wholly yep. on pro- focus on program developing shampoos and products. That that's my passion. Yep. I want it to continue on. And it shows. You know, I thought if I continue on, I have to do what I want to do, and that was this designing product. Yeah. What would you say your most popular product is and your favourite product? Well, right from day one, pink has always been our biggest um, seller. You know, like the amount of um, shampoo we sell of that is just tenfold compared to any other product. Pink's my favourite. so yeah, it's that's our everyday shampoo, and we've got a ma- now got a matching conditioner and has the glow. So from day one, that's always been popular. But as far as my products that I'm really proud of and what I've made that I feel is Furex, because yeah. that was using the science and the technology behind that to make a system that worked to make it. They went hand in hand. So you know, the grooming was. I, I actually thought about it. Took four years of, you know, playing with it in order to get a product that would work and make our lives easier. So that was one product. It definitely works. Promatic was another one that was, you know, like a, you know, play with and enjoyed, I enjoyed working with that. 
as well as I think the other my other new, new favorite products, Easy Rinse. Yes, because I I think it saves us time and effort. You know. Yeah, those but all those I, are all my favorite. <laughs> well, they are. They're all the best sellers. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, all the others do, but. Um, I think they're my unique products, yep. you know, and, and as well as Chris, it's another unique product. They're, nobody else has got those kind, those kind of products or systems, and they're, they're my signature products. They're the ones I've loved to make and design. Yeah. Pro Magic has to be hands down my favourite scent ever. Is it really? It's, yeah. I love the pink fragrance, but oh, the Pro Magic smell is just divine. I drown Storm yeah. in it just to make him smell good. Yeah, so, yeah, and I've not put that scent into any other because I wanted to keep it unique to Pro Magic. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's so yummy. You have to do something similar to it and I'll buy like okay. a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> Out of everything that you've accomplished with Program and partnering up with Heinegar, what are you most proud of? Um, I think, think what I'm most proud of, of is what I've given back to groomers um, as far as education. I really, you know, that was one thing um, I always wanted to do was educate groomers and why and how to use products. And I think when I started in the industry, nobody used conditioners. Yep. I, I have to admit I was one of them. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think a few listeners would be saying, oh, I don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was your yeah, information no. nights that were like, oh. I should- yeah, I I just think that was it. That was my thing. You know, I just felt that's what I'm proud of, that I've educated groomers on the knowledge of why they should use a conditioner. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't care if they don't use my shampoos. I, you know, I don't care what other brands, they, shampoos they use. Yeah. But as long, long as they, you know, they are using a conditioner, you know, so, that's what I'm proud of that I haven't, you know, product bashed or um, put product, yeah. you know, gone out there and just preached program. Yeah. I've gone out and taught. You preach preaching. the education behind why you do what you yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm proud of. Oh, well, that's what I'm proud of you for too. Thank you've you. helped, you've helped me a lot understanding skin and hair and all the things in between I that I didn't know. I thought I needed to know, but I do did need to know. So you've helped me a lot personally as well. I think with groomers too is, you know, we're all wanting to just learn to cut dogs and, you know, cut hair and make the best of it. But, you know, as a hairdresser, you know, they're the different things that we learn. We have to learn, you know, science of it. And I think, you know, my when I was, you know, studying to do this, you know, I, I put so many hours, R&D hours into you know, learning things. I pulled out a hairdressing book that I had and it's dated, sitting beside me now, dated 1979. And you know what? Nothing in that book has changed today. The science of, of hair and skin yeah. and products is still the same because it is science, it's still chemistry, and nothing's changed at all. Yes, products um, have evolved. Yeah. And got, yeah. But the actual science of it has not changed. And I think, you know, that's where, I, you know, educating groomers that, you know, the benefits of conditioners outweighs the non-benefits yeah. of not using a conditioner. What are you most excited about in our industry? Um, I think, you know, you know, prior to last year, 
I enjoyed the fact that the industry always worked together, the friendships are formed, um, that everybody wants to get in and help each other. It's a beautiful industry, don't you think? I think oh, anybody who, yeah, anybody that works with animals are special people. But I feel, you know, like as an industry ourselves, you know, it's it is a special industry. You know, it's nice. Everybody, you know. Is happy, you know. People that work with animals are usually happy people, you know. Yeah. I think, I think that's what I like about the industry the most. No, I think that's very true. We're a big industry, but we're also a small industry at the same time. Like we're growing, we, but we're we're still close knit with pretty much all of us. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if there's there's somebody down, everybody will pitch in to help. You know, I think that really good and I think you know the good thing is now you know like we've never had the the recognition with training and things and I think now that more people get wanting to learn and things like I groom hub you know is a, a benefit for groomers I think we really need more networking events yeah because people you know there's competitions and trade shows but networking I think is really really important yes. in the industry if you could get to know your local groomer, you know, it's not about pinching clients or stealing anything. No. It, it's not. There's so many, so much work out there. You, you know, Everybody has a ever. dog. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I think networking is really, really, I think, is what people need to do. Ring, ring your local groomer. Catch up for coffee. If you're sick one day and you know, most of us work alone, so if you're sick, you can refer somebody on and she can do the same. If, you know, if your dryer breaks down and she's got two, you might be able to borrow yep. one. You know, I think that's really important in our industry. Build, build friendships, not enemies. Yeah, that's it, you know, build friendships. And I think that's what our industry is, you know, special, that we are unique, little bunch, and, yeah, friendships yeah. are formed. Well, um, let's talk. I know you're big on making sure that people are reading labels especially yep. like whether you should dilute or not dilute. Okay, yeah. Labels are critical. You know, you know they cost us money to put on a bottle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> they're not just a pretty sticker. They're not just a pretty sticker. You need to read them. You know, that's what, you know, is really, really important. They have information on mainly so you can, you know, it, so you understand it. You know, still in Australia we don't have ingredients listed on on your product yes it will eventually happen oh you reckon it will yeah it really really will happen so you know within five years i think i think it will change that's good and i think it's critical but it's not if you can you know people that even with cosmetics nobody ever you know not buy a particular cosmetic because of you you know knowing the ingredients only very few people actually know what the ingredients are in a product. Yeah. I, th- I think, but it is important if you want to learn it to be able to see it, you know, in case yep. there is an allergy. Um, the other thing is um, opening of, you know, the bottles. You know, you've only got a shelf life of 12 months. You go into some salons and the bottle's been sitting there for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, it's about, you know, knowing the date. So, you know, all you know, products have once opened, maximum 12 months on a shelf, three years unopened. So I think, you know, 
making a date with your bottle is a good way of putting yeah. a date on it when you open it. Um, dilution. Dilution is, reason for dilution is because that's what we as manufacturers recommend. Yeah. You know, that's what we feel you, you should use your product. You know, most dilutions say up to um, on the label. Some say dilute at. Yep. Some say, say you know, um, you know, use at. But, you know, most times it's up to. So, you know, I don't believe anybody should put a shampoo straight on a dog's back. Yeah. You know, with, without diluting it first. Whether it's only a little bit or not, but mixing it with a bit of water is going to break down. You dogs can't talk to us. They, um, you know, they don't talk to us, so they don't. You don't know if they're going to ever have a re- reaction to it. They're a new client in the bath. You know, you just get the shampoo and put it on the skin. You could have all sorts of adverse, you know, effects. Yeah, hundred so, percent. So re- reading your label, diluting it, understanding what a clarifying shampoo is. And the degrees of shampoo, you know, compared to others, they're meant to clean, but not all dogs need to be, you know, used in bathroom. Yeah, yeah, all day long, you know. So just understanding your labels, knowing what it is, you know, like I hear on, you know, and see on Facebook all the time, all natural. I hate that word. Yeah, all natural. There's no such thing. (laughs) There's no such thing, you know. Um, yes, there is there is such thing, but not in cosmetics. Yeah, you know, the, if you've got a coconut in a natural state, yes, that's a natural. But once it, to get in that bottle, it's processed. So being able to understand the key words that are on the label, yep. you know, like like all natural, no hypoallergenic means that it's a kind formula, but and you're less likely to have a reaction to. Doesn't mean Every dog's going to, you know, not be, you know, be safe on. Some dogs will be allergic to it. So, you know, groomers um, breeze past those words, and I think most times we buy all of us are guilty of it buying a product because of the scent. Yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can admit that I like to smell things before I read the bottle. I know. I, you know, look, if I put a hundred bottles in front of you. And you would pick out the ones you like the scent, but you, it's it's really you've got to look beyond that scent, yep. you know, because yep. yeah, and know what it is, you know, you know, it could you know make or break you, you know, as far as you know a shampoo, you know. Well, eighty percent of our you. job is getting is the clean dog. If you're you could be the world's best groomer, if you can't clean a dog or get a dog clean, your grooming is nothing. I remember one night we were at a um, groomer's night and. The, a girl said, I'm just a bathroom. And I remember you, your exact words to her was, you're not just a bathroom. Without a bathroom, a good bath is the basis of a good groom. Oh, I remember saying and that. I, <laughs> yeah. And, I just, and it is. The, the importance on bathing, yeah, everybody wants to get out of it. But I know when I was an apprentice hairdresser, you never left that bloody bath for one year. Yep. You know, you you were stuck there washing it. You you got to understand each client, yeah. Because you know, m- most of the clients were regulars. You got to understand them. You got to understand the effects of the product to choose the right product for the right purpose. Yeah. So I th- I think you know, in this industry, without an apprenticeship, because we don't have it, but to understand, you know, and learn that is really critical. And that's what I you know think 
is where it is. We need to be able to understand what we use and labels, reading labels and understanding the glossary. Yeah. Is what I think, you know, um, is having those words, key words. Because not everybody knows what a, you know, a humectant is or anything like that. And they're the words that are written on labels. Yep. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't like, understand them if I was looking at them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think understanding our labels is, is a really important. Don't, if you, before you unscrew that lid, read the label. Yep. You know? And then smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then smell. Yeah. <laughs> Not smell and pour. <laughs> you know, as you think, you know, that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> What That's advice really would important. you What advice would you give to say mobile groomers? Because obviously, sun and heat would affect the expiry date on a shampoo, and people that are buying bulk. How would you say they should store their shampoos? Okay, um, never drive around with um, in the in your vans with them in or your car all day. Rebottle your shampoos. Just put small amounts, and if you only need five hundred mils of each shampoo, just Keep the small one. Refill the bottles. Make sure your bottles are clean. I remember once I had a groomer in Darwin ring me and they said that the shampoo had gone brown and it was watery anyway. I got them to pour it into two glasses. Anybody that rings me, I most times I'll say pour it into a glass because you can see it. Anyway, he, he said he had a new bottle and an old bottle. And he gave me the expiry date. That's one thing that's on the label too is your expiry date for your product, which is a little code down the bottom. They all have the year and date of manufacture. So anyway, he'd given me these dates and they weren't old products. And I'm looking. And what I could see in the bottle was, in the glass, there was bubbles. Shampoo does not bubble unless you've added water to it. Yeah. So what he'd been, been doing was he'd been driving around with his five litres stored in his mobile trailer. Oh, it's cooking. Darwin, at Darwin, he was cooking and it was the humidity was forming on the bottle and running back down and contaminating his product. Oh, um, so, wow. Yeah, so it was a handling area. And, you know, I, I actually walk through streets sometimes and I see hairdressers. Hairdressers always have a lovely display in their windows. And I see sometimes their products, you know, with condensation on the bottles, you know. I think cooking oh, in the window. No. Yeah, they are cooking the water. That water is, um, you know, going to contaminate your product. Uh, so that's one one thing I would say to a mobile. Now that, and, and for any groomer. Yeah. Keep, your, keep your, your products in a locked-up cupboard, away from the windows, the heat. And most of us store them in, um, in the grooming room, which – it's where we have the most steam and humidity form with the dryers going, the hot water, water going, you know, put them into the coolest part of your shop or your van or leave them at home. Awesome. So, so what's next for program? Um, next for program, I've got lots of new products coming out, Ooh. new ranges. New ranges. Um, so that's all, you know, I, I have been busy in the background in COVID time um, playing in that. I've got some new education coming out. You'll have so to give I'm them a list to us so we can put them on iGroom Hub's website. Yeah, I will. I'll give them to you. So I've got some new education bits. I've got a new website. Ooh. Uh, so there's a whole new website coming out this year. So, yeah, I'm not going to reveal my new product. 
damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but there is new exciting products to come out that will still make job, you know, groomers' jobs easier. That's, that's what we like. What I think it is, you know, that's what a, the best thing about it is, making our jobs easier. That's, you know, and I still say our because I was a groomer. Um, you need to make your jobs easy. We don't, we've got to work smarter, not harder, you know, like how people, you know, de-shed dogs with still brushing out and, you know, the hours and hours they'd spend on it when, you know, a couple of dollars worth of product can save them an hour's time. Yep. As well as strain on your body. Yep. Hundred percent. I did that with a Sheltie the other day. Used Ferrex, and I was like, a six-hour job turned into a two-hour job. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and I, but I hope, but I hope you charged them for a six-hour job. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's never. You can never charge enough to an owner. I think sometimes. <laughs> I know it's really hard, isn't it? We we are undervalued, but I think a lot of it out is our is our fault. I yeah. don't think groomers are confident. Um, in charging their prices, you know, people don't negotiate with their hairdresser or their doctor or their butcher, and I hear I hear that all the time. You know, I can only charge that because I live in the country. Well, their hairdresser in the country is still charging, you know, not you know inner city prices, but they're still charging prices. Yeah. Woolworths doesn't Woolworths doesn't sell their milk cheaper to you because they're in the in the country. I think we need to be confident as an industry to be able to say this is my worth, pay it, you know, like charge your worth, you know, not what you think you're worth. Yeah, you know, we need and I think that as an industry, you know, we need to all stand there and look at that, you know, because we do it, most of us do what we do because we love doing what we do, not yep. what we're worth doing, you know. Yes, 100%. Well, thank you so much, Nat. This has been so inspirational and educational and fun and we'll hopefully be able to get you on an episode again, maybe. Yeah, no worries. Anytime you want. I'm yeah. happy to do it. <laughs> And hopefully we can start doing groomers nights and things again and travel. <laughs> yes, travel. I'm meant to be on a Queensland in a couple months, so fingers crossed I can actually I know. do that. <laughs> I know. It's not far from me, so I'll be able to catch up with you. Yes, 100%. Well, thank you, Nat, and we'll talk soon. Okay, thanks, Taylor. Bye. Thank, thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you want to listen to more, head to www.igroomhub.com.au. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Also, if you want to follow us on our social medias on Facebook and Instagram.